Welcome to the Going Merry Podcast, the number one One Piece rewatch podcast on the internet. My name is Derek, and I am one of your hosts. And as always, Amanda, can you hear me okay? Because like, it sounds weird in my ear. Yes, I can. Okay, okay. I don't know. I don't know why. It's like all of a sudden, as soon as I turned on the recording, it was like, wait, I can't hear myself anymore. But we're good. It's just a really annoying voice, Derek. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. <laughs> but because of that, we're going to Amanda first. Amanda, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. Whitney, how about you? How are you today? I'm angry. Somebody call the ASPCA on this straw hat crew. I'm sick of the animal abuse. <laughs> Enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Spoiler. You know, I actually thought about you today at work. Uh, So. uh, He's going to be like, I took a big shit. (laughs) (laughs) This girl that I work with, she is, I wouldn't say she's my boss, but she's my team leader. Um, But she pointed out today, she goes, you know, Derek, every time you you catch that I did something wrong or that I made a mistake, you always seem so excited about it. I was like, oh, I <laughs> I was like, oh, I am Eileen. <laughs> I was like, I do get excited about it because if I caught something that you did wrong, that means I'm good at my job and I did something right. <laughs> she's, okay. She's like, hey, she told her I was like, I keep a hobby list on my uh on my fridge and right there at the fucking top prove i lean wrong every single day i make sure to write it on there damn i know what a life you live <laughs> so how does this remind you of me because it's very easy I, I prove you wrong very often and it makes me happy are we sure about that? Yeah. Amanda looks skeptical. Amanda's making the funny <laughs> eye like, mm, are you sure? No. It happens. What's that guy from that show, that really weird show that I never watched, but I heard was good. And he's like, you sure about that? You know what I'm talking about? I do not know what shows you Anybody? haven't watched. Hello? No. Um, He like dry- goes to the drive-thru and he's like, 50 cheeseburgers, 50 french fries. 50 you know he's like ordering them really quick oh, somebody has to know what this is come on i, th- I think you should leave some of our some of our listeners are like oh, screaming right now that. it's that i didn't either but i remember seeing it all over tiktok and i don't know if it's from that show but it is that guy and he goes you sure hmm. about that <laughs> is that tim robbins who's in that show shit i can't remember his I name i have no clue I- you have no clue who the hell you're talking about or what you're talking about. Somebody's screaming it right now. I know they are. They are so mad at us. It's okay. I'm used to it. <laughs> yeah, Tim Robinson. Tim Robinson. Sweet. That's who it is. Trivia. I need, I need a trivia spot. The one that I used you to You need to go on Jeopardy. You do? Yeah, I know. I, I used to watch that all the time. I just don't have live TV anymore, so were I you, haven't watched it. Were you good at it? Were you good at Jeopardy? Oh, hell yeah. If you've seen, there's a funny movie on Hulu. I've never heard Grizzly. Amanda so confident. <laughs> I I would win trivia every week at this place that we went to. But there's a movie um with Aquafina and Sandra O oh called The Quiz Lady that's on Hulu and she's like she just sits in her house and watches it's the equivalent of Jeopardy. Cool. I'm like, yes, that's me. <laughs> Alone with her cat. <laughs> fun fun fact, my sixth grade history teacher was on Jeopardy once. Ooh. Oh fun. My yeah. high school librarian was on Jeopardy. 
Oh man. Like not that yeah, long ago, like last year maybe. Yeah. Nice. I don't know anybody that was on Jeopardy. Um Oh, I wonder what that means, Amanda. <laughs> None of his teachers were on Jeopardy. <laughs> well, uh, they were all deemed too good at it. Um, okay. <laughs> I should take the test. I've taken the test. You should. Oh, but I haven't gotten Go on Jeopardy, please. I would love it um, so much. That would be amazing. Um, it's like me and my family, we sit down and play Jeopardy every once in a while. Or like we'll watch Jeopardy every once in a while. And... We will just, like, if we don't know the questions, we just say the dumbest answers possible. And it just keeps, it just keeps everything very entertaining. But, like, mm -hmm. it's, it's funny because, like, we'll get, like, seven or eight questions wrong. And then we'll just get that one question right. And then we'll be like, boom, I am kicking your fucking asses. <laughs> like, <laughs> we should talk to each other like crazy. But it, uh. Um, then, uh, like we come up with a rule. Oh, you got, you got to wait for him to finish the question first, like before you answer. So like, mm -hmm. it always pisses my brother off because my brother is, he's extremely smart. And so whenever he sits down to play with us, when he's in town, um, he gets basically every question, right. But mm -hmm. we never count any of his answers because, he doesn't wait until the question finishes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah, we like to fuck with them. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it depends on the category. I mean, like, it's certain ones I'm better than others. Like, I'm very bad at U.S. history and, like, presidents and stuff. So See, I, those would be, that'd be right up my alley. Yeah, I can't remember that stuff. But if you watch, like, the Celebrity Jeopardy, that's always fun because they, like, dumb it down. So you kind of feel Yeah, smarter. and then you feel, like, <laughs> super smart when you watch it. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm killing or, this. Or, like, the one that's for children. <laughs> yes, like, middle schoolers. And you're like, yeah. I would dominate this. I know. <laughs> Suck yeah. it, uh, <laughs> Yeah. I will, never, yeah. I will never forget. One of my buddies came over. And it was... Him, my stepdad, and myself, we were all sitting we were all sitting down watching Jeopardy. And like he caught on to the to the fact pretty quick that hey, they don't know the questions, they don't know the answer to the questions, they just say dumb shit. And so there was this question was like, what kind of bird is this? And my friend just screams at the top of his lungs, blue footed booby. And I, I was like, <laughs> It's like, yeah, see, he just says dumb shit, too. Like, he, he finally caught on. He caught on. Nope, that was the fucking answer. I was like, damn it, you don't get the was game. Was it really? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Birds have I the get... stupidest names. It's like red-breasted tit. Oh, yeah, titmouse. Yeah. Who is naming these? Bunch of perverts. Yeah. <laughs> Bird pervert. That's the name uh, of the episode. Bird, Bird pervert. Bird perverts. Yeah. <laughs> I get really mad if I don't get the questions right, too. And, like, I have yeah. to... Sometimes this happened to me one time where the trivia question was about, like, a recall. that It was, like, just current events or whatever. And I was like, oh, it's cantaloupe. And then the answer was lettuce. And I'm like, no, the fuck it wasn't. It was not lettuce. It was cantaloupe. Because I work in food service and I get emails from our vendors of, like, what things are, you know, being recalled or whatever. And I had gotten the email, like, two days prior that it was cantaloupe. And then I was like oh. on a tear and I was like Googling and logging into my email. I'm like, it's fucking cantaloupe. <laughs> I've, I've done that before too. I guess it was also lettuce. I just didn't get the lettuce email. Oh. 
Okay, no, I was always right when I Googled mine and I was like, oh, what's this? It's this. You're doing it wrong. I hate that. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the podcast about Jeopardy. Hey, <laughs> it's a trivia podcast. Not really. Speaking of trivia podcasts, mm, listeners. Yeah, see, look at that go. Uh, <laughs> listeners, go check out Mad the Mad Trivia podcast. John, uh, who was been on here before was on mm -hmm. one of our uh live action episodes so you would probably recognize his voice go check out the mad trivia podcast and there was actually a one piece trivia episode that uh that we just did uh just released earlier this week so it, it is up now so definitely check that out yeah we did um, so much fun. inappropriate so mad libs too we did we did inappropriate mad libs damn yeah. it that's what i was gonna name this episode Son of a bitch. That's now the, we have two names. Fuck. That's the genius of his podcast, though. Like, it's not just trivia. You you get this trivia, and it's always super hard, too. Like, he makes mm -hmm. it really difficult. It's not easy. And because I've been on it before for a different um, project, but um, then you get to do this, like, ridiculous set of Mad Libs that's pulled straight from whatever movie or TV show he's, he's covering. And it's just, it's so funny. Like it makes my stomach hurt sometimes laughing at it. Um, Cause we got to read different parts from the show's characters and it's just, I don't know. Oh man. Blast. Some of those, some of those were funny too. Like. Yeah, they were. <laughs> and uh, just for the record listeners, I do hold the, uh, the record for most correct questions and trivia on his podcast. <laughs> did you, did you hear Whitney's eyes roll? <laughs> We'll do it every time. Um, we'll make it a surprise who wins the trivia on our One Piece. Yeah. yeah we'll see is... who wins. The <laughs> Those were hard questions. He gave us really difficult questions. They were. Especially were. when he gave us questions based on our own podcast. <laughs> oh, I know. That was so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was funny, though. It was fitting. I was like, oh, yeah, it was great. It was really funny. It was. Uh, Sorry, I am writing something down here mid-talking. Uh, mid so anyway, this week we watched One Piece episodes 174 to 178. Whitney, what do you think of these episodes? Um, They were fine. Um, you know, we're, I don't know that we move forward much. Just a little bit regarding the Golden City. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the characters, cause you know, they're kind of all separated at this point. Some of them are incapacitated still, which I had forgotten about, um, Usopp and Sanji in particular, mm -hmm. and I guess Chopper later on, but, um, it seems like they're all coming back together. That was one of my notes later on. They're all inching closer together to be together again. Um, but a couple of them made some progress and a couple made none, uh, Luffy so um you know it, MVP. it, was, half, yeah, it, was, it was half and half to me mm -hmm. um a lot of fighting a lot of fighting here yep yep for sure Amanda how about you what do you think of these episodes yeah I felt about the same it was a lot of fighting the first episode that we watched was my favorite one um and mm -hmm. then it got me all excited and then as we kept going, I was like, ah, oh, man, <laughs> back <laughs> to the fighting. <laughs> um, and whatever, the yeah, screaming. I, I know. I, re I really liked what happened in the first episode, though. Um, but yeah, uh, more fighting. Just get on with it already. 
There's gonna uh, be nothing left of this island after I know. That. I know. It's we're done, so yeah. Shit's uh yeah, shit happens. Um I agree with both of you. Like I I feel like there were some good things that happened in these episodes, like both of you said, especially the first one. Uh I think I agree the first one was my favorite episode out of these, but uh a lot of fighting and and like you said, not much story progression. So I mean they There was some good stuff, but overall, I'm kind of kind of slow a little bit. Like, hmm. Um. Okay, let's jump into 174. Zoro decides to sit down for a lunch when he is approached by a hungry Southbird. Robin continues to try and defend ruins from Yama. From Yama, in order to try and best protect them, she flees to get away from the ruins so they are no longer collateral damage. Uh, finally, she stops and turns to face Yama. With a few quick and decisive blows, she takes him out easily. She rolls him off a cliff and makes sure to snap his spine in half on the way down. She continues to search for the City of Gold and discovers that the ruins seen are actually the tops of buildings buried below the, below the clouds. She explores and notices writings in the same language as the Poneglyphs. While this is not a Poneglyph itself... She now knows that there is one here. Okay. Uh, Amanda, let's start with you. What, I mean, obviously, we all said that this was our favorite episode. Any, any, what kind of stuck out to you here? Um, the first thing I have down is that, oh my God, I am agreeing with Nami for once because she's yelling at Isa and she's like, are you crying again? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I concur. Also, don't love that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess we kind of like shuffle around between what's going on on the boat and then what's going on Luffy still being trapped inside of the snake and just he's just kind of being destructive in there. He's like kicking skulls around. I'm like, that's someone's <laughs> head. You just you're yeah. disrespecting the dead. You here. son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, um, and then we get to hang out with Robin, which is great. Um mm -hmm. I like that she, I think we talked about this before, but I like that she kind of narrates what she's doing and she's mm -hmm. like, she talks about her thought process. So when she's trying mm -hmm. to, she's like figuring out that um, the city is kind of submerged in the clouds. And then mm -hmm. I did not think of that, but I guess it makes sense because she's, she's like trying to climb the steps and she's saying that the only entrance is from the top. And then that kind of like intrigues her, I think. And then she's trying to, she goes up there to try and figure out what's going on. Um, and then I just like how she's using her powers when she starts cutting away at the clouds. So she cut, I like just the little cubes of cloud she cuts. They look yeah. so fun. I want to hold one. Um, <laughs> and then, so then she's like using her own arms to get rid of her little cloud cubes to, to dig herself in there. So I was like, oh, so useful. Mm -hmm. um, and then still obviously she's her fight is like she's still mad at this dude for just ruining everything yeah i see um, what you did there <laughs> i didn't i didn't oh, i should have took credit for that <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i i mean i guess the fight the fight happened before she went down yeah but um i i, I enjoyed the end of her little battle there because she like 
she puts her hat back on and like turns to the camera and she's like, well, that was unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is great. Um, so yeah, that was, I enjoyed all of that. Very excited to hear about the Poneglyph again because I think we kind of left that one a little bit, um, which makes sense because she really didn't, I mean, we haven't really had any reason to address it since then, but mm -hmm. we know it's something that she's wanting to find out more about. So I'm glad that we got more information or at least more pointed in that direction. So I just want to know what it says, mm -hmm. but it seems like it's connected to the lost uh, century. So maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know why the way you said I want to know what it says made me think of <laughs> it's like the last episode. I think it's the very last episode of The Office where they're like doing that Q&A thing and that guy's trying to get Pam to say what the letter said that Jim wrote. Oh. And she's just like, yeah, I think I'm going to keep that one to myself. And he goes, oh, I understand. But what did it say? <laughs> and <laughs> It's the dumbest shit, but he's like so serious too. It's great. Um, before we jump to uh to Whitney, we had a birthday yesterday. So ha happy birthday, Nico Robin. Um, Yay! <laughs> but earlier this week was also Whitney's birthday. So happy birthday, Whitney! <laughs> Two Aquariuses living in harmony. Nice. And Nico Robin. Absolutely. I don't even remember what character I share a birthday with. It's probably someone stupid like Bungie. Wait, what are you? Uh, I think technically, I think technically I'm a Virgo. But When's I'm your birthday? August 25th. Mm. It might be Leo. I think you're Leo. I'm like... I'm like a day away from the line or something like that. So it's like. You're on the cusp. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I like if you look at like tendencies of them, I have tendencies of both, but uh, I don't really know much about them anyway. About I horoscopes. just tried to look it up and it was like I, I know so mine, big of a list but... that I couldn't even sort through it. What the characters? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just Googled Wait, you are Virgo. birthdays. You are a Virgo. Oh. But you are close to Leo. You're very mm. close. Yeah, it's it's like right there. Now I need to look and see who my uh who I share a birthday with. Um mm -hmm. while I'm doing that, Whitney, what did you think of this episode? Um, Nico Robin carried this episode for me. I was really interested in her um her fight and her journey, as I always am. Um I okay, this South Bird that shows up, that's what they're called, right? South yes. Bird. Um, way bigger than I thought they were. Um, and I don't know if this is the biggest one we've seen. Because I know the other ones were big, but I didn't think they were this big. Oh. Um, so of course Zorro doesn't like it and threatens it because it wants his food. And I'm that just like, food why looks can't so good though? Right? Like that was good for like a, a hiking snack yeah it was like a little snack box with a lobster or something in it like i guess thanks to sanji but um so i just don't understand why everyone hates animals is this an anime thing like is it common yeah pretty much. i'm pretty much it's okay. just an anime thing it's like a cartoon thing 
Yeah. I hate I that's that's a big criticism of this that I have. I really don't like that. And I know they're not real, but um, I don't understand why that became a thing. Like, why is that what they went for? I don't know. But um, so speaking of the, the bird and then later on with the dog, whose name we find out is Holy, which is adorable. Um, but then this guy, Yama, um, he puts up a, a good fight. We saw, um, I like his, the name of his attack moves, especially stomach mountain attack, um, which makes me want to try something like that, like a big belly flop into the pool, stomach mountain attack. And then you just jump in, you know? Um, but I felt like he was on his way to destroying the whole Island cause he's really destructive. Mm-hmm. And of course, Nico is very upset that he's, messing with these ancient artifacts and in the city. So I can appreciate that for sure. Um, More of her powers being used. And she kind of reminds me of like a mortal combat character. You don't think of her powers as being especially brutal or grotesque in any way, but it seems like her finishing moves are pretty uh, crazy. (laughs) Uh, They though? Like, yeah, they're pretty crazy. She, she knows how to use them. (laughs) Yeah, because she like grabs him at one point and she's like, hang. <laughs> like, damn, <laughs> Okay. Um, and I, oh, I was like about to cheer for the first time in a long time because she says to him, even if you choose to repent, I won't forgive you. And I was like, my girl, that's like, <laughs> as a, as a person who holds grudges, which I know is not necessarily a good thing. I was like, yes, you tell him. <laughs> Um, I, just, I love that line. It was so good. Um, but yeah, she's just really showing us her smarts and her cleverness about this city. Like Amanda said, I never expected that there was more underneath and she figured that out on her own, which is really cool. Um, and talking about using her hands to, to get the cubes and everything up, I thought it was really cool that she hops down and then gets her hands to throw her her hat and oh, her yeah, stuff. Oh yeah, I love that. So cute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that too. Yeah, I was like, man, that's so handy that she can just uh, toss herself stuff. Yeah, like if you if you leave the house or something and you don't want to walk back in, just make a bunch of hands to. Yeah. Oh, that would be so nice. I get so irritated when I leave something inside because I always yes. remember the second I lock my door, I'm like. Of course, of course. <laughs> of comfortable course. in the car. You get your seatbelt on, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, my coffee yeah. or something." My phone. Um, and you know, like I've talked about this before, but I'm like, "Oh, she can grow hands. Great, big deal." But like, you see her; she could make like any tool to help her defeat someone. And by that, I mean like she makes like a tunnel of arms that carry this man off a cliff which is not something i would have thought of you know so using her power in that way i think is probably it's probably still my favorite so far just because you can see what she can do with it i i love how creative oda is with some of the powers like it's just it's cool to see it because yeah i never would have thought of anything like that um see when your birthday is the fourth right fifth fifth okay yeah yeah okay yeah so you i mean there are characters that have your birthday but we haven't met them yet i did figure out though that 
and I did not know this. Maybe I did, and I just don't remember that I knew it. But Robin and her mom have the same birthday. That's pretty cool. How cute. Yeah. Who's your lovely? mom? <laughs> I can give you her name if you want. Her name. Better not. Somebody might get mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to give you the name of her dad, though. Ooh. Is it Gold Roger? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. If, Ro okay. If, if Rosie listens to this episode, she's going to crack up because I have I have several One Piece theories. And so uh, it's just I have so much fun with them because I'm so confident in them, even though we don't have confirmation on any of them yet. But as soon as we okay. get confirmation, I'm going to be fucking insufferable. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> how is that any different than right now <laughs> i'm excited to share my theories with you but we have to like get to a point where you have all the dots to see the theory working and so until we have it all i can't share it with you but i'm excited too <laughs> okay 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 six years later i know yeah. <laughs> for real <laughs> Um, okay. So, 174, yeah, I really liked this episode. I mean, it's definitely been no secret that uh, Robin is, is my favorite character. So, uh, seeing her fight, and especially just the flat-out ass-whooping that she handed this man was very fun to watch. Um, and it kind of, uh, <laughs> it kind of continued later, like because Luffy says something toward the end of these episodes and I was like yes Robin did not listen to that all at all and I am so thankful <laughs> um, but uh one of the things that had me cracking up in these first couple episodes like Zoro and the South bird this bird because don't forget, they are supposed to be going south. This bird can only face south. So he is literally hanging out with a compass telling him which way to go. Yeah. I made this note later on as well, I think in the next episode. And I'm like, this guy is lost perpetually and still does not realize that he could be asking this bird or following this bird. I, it's frustrating. I was, I was fucking, and it was just funnier the longer he was with it. I was like, this man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and like, it made me wonder, because like it, it, it was episodes uh, ago, like weeks ago, that we figured out that the city of gold was in the south side of the island. And so it makes me wonder, did Oda say it was on the south side specifically so he could put this bird next to Zoro later and point in the direction that it was supposed to be? Like, Because it, it wouldn't be as funny if it was like on the north side. <laughs> Maybe. But I, yeah, it made me think about it. I was like, he, I wonder if he set this joke up just for shits and giggles. <laughs> um. 
but yeah, I, I really liked this episode. It it was definitely a fun episode, you know, because like I said, I was, and I was glad to see that the Robin fight didn't last long too. Like she ended it pretty quick in this episode. Like we got a little bit of it last week, but it was, it was pretty much all in this episode. It was very, uh, very singled out too. Um, okay. Ready for 175? Yep. Peachy. Chopper climbed Giant Jack and continues to search for the City of Gold himself. As he explores, he comes across another priest, Ohm. He tries to get away, but Chopper... But Chopper... Damn it! Chopper <laughs> is taken out Chopper. easily. I know. I was like, damn it, we're back Chopper. in... the Chopper. <laughs> we are back in Alabasta with Chaka. Uh, but <laughs> Chopper is taken out easily by Ohm. Elsewhere, Nami tries to keep control of Isa so she doesn't run off and get herself killed. In the meantime, they come across the snake that Luffy was eaten by. Luffy continues to struggle as he tries to get out of this cave, and it's sending the snake on a rampage. People continue to take each other out and, and slowly converge. After Ohm defeated Chopper, Gonfall, Wiper, Zoro, and the giant snake all appear. Um... Whitney, let's start with you this time. What do you think of 175? Um, I really like the dog. And the dog. I think he is a good boy because um, his owner says he would never bite anyone, which I think is an interesting thing to say because <laughs> obviously we find out later he can fight pretty well. Um, I think Skybreeder Ohm, which is a really badass name, is probably my favorite priest um, because I think that he's one of the most um, threatening because mm -hmm. they all ended up being kind of silly in their own little way before. Of course, you know, you've got the sphere guy, which was goofy. Mm -hmm. And um, the last guy that we talked <laughs> about. Yeah. <laughs> the one guy who couldn't say his words out loud and couldn't... <laughs> roll his eyes out from the back of his head and whatever. Um, this guy seemed to me, it was kind of like he is dangerous because he truly justifies what he's doing because of his beliefs, mm. um, which makes him dangerous because, you know, there's real life people out there who are dangerous because they're kind of like zealots and, and, and super, super into whatever it is they believe and that other people need to be um, killed for pious reasons. Right. So he mm -hmm. seems kind of the most threatening of the priests that we've met. Um, Cause he even says that he's sad that uh, men choose to fight um, because they're not going to win basically. Um, one thing that did kind of get on my nerves is Lockie. I like her, but I was like, she can't, be this stupid because she sees all of these all of her kinsmen mm -hmm. charred and dead and she just is like why are they charred black it's almost as if they got struck by lightning and it's like <laughs> you live here you know people get struck by lightning you've been seeing what's going on like it just was so strange to me that she was just I don't know. It came off as a weird 
piece of dialogue to me. <laughs> it was I don't strange. No, I mean, like the, the beams of light that we've seen in the past. I don't know that they really looked like lightning, though, and like they they don't leave people charred. I don't. Know. I know that I this just, time we're. <laughs> yeah, like I I, get, I see what you're saying. I'm just I'm like comparing to what we've seen in the past. I don't know. I did yeah, say I here that um, I hope Zorro and the Southbird turn out to be best friends, like little buddy. <laughs> and I was like, why doesn't he just follow the dang bird? Because he's like, I feel like I've been here before. <laughs> and that's the point where I realized like, oh, duh, it's a Southbird. He's literally missing what's right in front of his face. <laughs> um, we had more chopper screaming didn't last too long this time at least but um it was pretty funny that nami threatened to hit the kid she's like i'll knock you out or whatever it is she says and i was like all right okay i mean she is kind of annoying so i guess i'd be okay with that but um so this bird was like carrying zorro because of the whole food situation and ends up dropping him right into the middle of this big show off, this big face off that they're having. Um, so kind of the South bird did a favor to the movement, I guess, because mm -hmm. he put where he needed to be <laughs> as far as where he was going and where the fight was that he needed to participate in. So we've got Gonfall, we've got wiper, we've got the priest, the dog, and now we have Zorro. So that's good. To, the only thing is, is like everybody's against each other and nobody's going to want to fight together except for, of course, you know, you've got Gonfall, which is kind of he's trying to help the Straw Hats to a point, I guess. But um, <laughs> I don't understand. I'm, I'm still trying to understand Inaru. Mm -hmm. I know he's already told us that he doesn't need this island anymore. Um we learn here that the shrine has been destroyed and it looks like his men are dead as well. I'm not sure if he's the one that killed them because they're mm -hmm. charred. So I assume so. I don't know if he did it on purpose or it looks like they were I charred think, by lightning. Maybe it looks like <laughs> they were struck by lightning. Um, but I'm not sure if he did that on purpose or if it was when he did the big one and it seemed to travel up the milky road. He mentioned um, last time. But either way, I wouldn't put it past him to do it because he doesn't seem like he cares about anybody. He's kind of like a psychopath a little bit, I think. Um, I mean, I, I would agree I, with you 100%. I was wondering, I'm not, I don't keep up with body counts for these villains, but like, he's got a pretty big one at this point, right? I, I would guess so. Because like in that last set of episodes, I was... Uh, that we reviewed last week, I was making fun of him because he accidentally killed 20 people. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, I would say it's probably higher than, I mean, pr honestly, probably higher than anybody else we've met. That's what I was thinking. Like, he, I feel like he, that we've seen, that we know of the people that he's killed, I feel like he probably has the highest body count mm -hmm. so far. I think Robin's probably killed the most people on the Straw Hats. Maybe. Like probably being so. on, you know, 20. I don't know. Zoro's probably killed several people, but he probably I don't has. Think he does it for fun. He probably only does it when he needs to. Yeah. Like 
because Robin's 28 now, so she's 10 years older than Zoro. Oh, don't remind me. Amanda, what do you think of this episode? <laughs> um, I was getting a bit frustrated at Luffy during this because I was just like, <laughs> what are you doing? I, I'm like, what, what is nothing. going on? And then he start, starts, I don't remember if it's in this one or in the next one, but he just starts, he's trying to get out finally, but then he's just like irritating the snake because he's like punching it from the inside. And so mm -hmm. of course the snake is just going wild. And then everybody's like, oh my God, why is the snake freaking out? <laughs> uh, little do they know. Um, I feel like they should have expected that. I know. <laughs> And then he just because he, he he keeps saying like let me out of this cave. I'm like, just... <laughs> I feel like that the sides would have to be soft. Like when you're punching yeah. it, wouldn't you notice? Hey, I know, like this is wet. squishy and damp. I don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess there are caves that have moisture in them, but still, like I I don't know that I would damp. Sure, squishy. I don't know. Yeah, this is a world unlike any other. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then yeah, like you said, we had more of Chopper screaming, which was thankfully less. Um, and then we also had that little annoying bit with Isa trying to run away, and mm. Tits McGee goes after her. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, their boobs have gotten so much bigger. Yeah, I don't know. It's happened. I noticed it. It's happened. Nika Robin also when she was digging. Oh. In the clouds, I was like, her boobs look really big right now. Are they always that big? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, I was like, you really? Uh, I don't know. The, the, at least she got her back to the boat. But yeah, I mean, it was like an it was an unnecessary struggle. Um, Damn it, Isa. Yes. Um, what else? Yeah, then Zoro gets dropped, and he's falling for thirty minutes. Like <laughs> I, I kind of didn't expect that to happen. I was like, maybe he'll like land on the snake, or like something will happen. But he just straight fell all the fucking way to the ground. I was like, oh god, <laughs> that's not good. But I mean, I guess it's a cartoon, so he's fine. Maybe yeah, he could have, like, been eaten by the snake and then helped Luffy take it out from the inside. I mean, that would have that would have helped, I think, like Drax. for somebody else to get in there a little sooner. Um, <laughs> but at least everyone's kind of getting to the same place again, so we're, mm -hmm. we're not so spread out anymore. And then Usopp and Sanji are still laid out for... Yeah. Still. <laughs> I don't know when they're going to wake <laughs> up. Kind of forget that they're there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just started thinking about it. I was like, wait, I don't remember talking about Usopp at all in these episodes. There is a yeah. reason for that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't really have a lot in these episodes. I mean, he, and here's my note about Zoro hanging out with that South Bird. It's just the longer it lasts, the funnier it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> I almost, like, there, I think there's a lot of things that you know, have gotten stretched out, especially in this arc. I kind of wish Zoro with the Southbird just would have lasted a little bit longer. <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted him to become buddies somehow. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I would have. And especially if, like, someone else would have walked up to them with the Southbird, like, 
Zoro, that bird is literally telling you where to go. Like, and someone would have pointed that out to him. He's just seen the reaction on his face. Um, yeah. Kind of like my friend's dogs. They have really, really big dogs. And they, like, if you're eating, they mm -hmm. like their heads are at level with the top of the dining table. So they'll just, like, plop their head on the table next to you. They won't take your food. Mm -hmm. They'll just stare at you until you give them oh, something. With the eyes. <laughs> yeah. One of, dog eyes. yeah. One of my friends raises Great Danes. And oh, so I was eating over at her house. And it was, like, the first time... I've seen a lot of Great Danes, but it's usually like just walking on the other side of the street or something like that. Like it's always at a distance and I'm not around them very long. So like going over to her house and like, you know, it was for a 4th of July party and I was just like over there chilling with her and her dogs and sitting at the table eating. And I'm used to dogs, you know, sitting by you while you've got food, whatever. I mean, you know, but this dog is <laughs> sitting there with his head taller than mine and like looking <laughs> over my shoulder. <laughs> I love it. Like drooling on you. For, for our listeners, I, I'm six, two and a half. I'm a tall guy, but this dog <laughs> was still looking over my shoulder. And that's so strange for me. Okay. <laughs> so big. it was Have funny. You ever seen it was an different. Irish wolfhound. Those are so oh, tall. Beautiful. I love an Irish wolf. If I was ever going to get a purebred dog, which is not likely that's what i would get that are a great dane i just love them i love how big they are and they were bred to hunt wolves what the heck like a dog that hunts wolves come mm -hmm. on and then they, yeah was, i think it's a borge i don't know how to pronounce it it's, it's i think it's borjoy b-o-r-joy yeah with the skinny really pointy yeah yes with the skinny faces because they are yeah, wolfhounds as well they are russian wolfhounds i love it um yeah I like those as well. I like watching them run on those like dog shows that are on Thanksgiving because they're all brushed out and then the like the fur just yes, it just blows <laughs> gently in the wind. Um, okay, but <laughs> uh, that was dog corner. Uh, yeah, exactly. Wow, we have gotten off on this episode. <laughs> uh, Ew, the... <laughs> gross. <laughs> Maybe um, you did, Derek. Selfish. Uh... <laughs> Are you talking about when Robin was bending over cutting uh, clouds up? Is that what you're talking about? All right. Too far. Too far. <laughs> Here I am like, ooh, look at the squishy cube. Yeah. Derek's like, yeah. Tits. Um... So the dog appears and Chopper screams bloody murder and his hat like pops off the top of his head. And I made two notes. One, he looks funny without a hat. Like I just hadn't really thought about it that I've never seen him without his hat on before. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I was like, well, okay, that's, he looks weird. <laughs> um, and two, I like that his horns went up with his hat. <laughs> so I was like, wait a minute. I don't think that's how that's supposed to work. <laughs> that's like a problem. Yeah, I know. Um, but it, it, that was funny as well. Um, overall, I, like this episode was fine, I guess. Like, 
I didn't really feel like a, a whole lot was going on here. It just, it felt mostly just taking the time for people to get to their places and us showing people to getting to their specific spot. So not a lot of actions, I guess you would say of people. And, it, and honestly, it wasn't even like a lot of conversations either. Cause basically it was just showing people as individuals by themselves going somewhere like really the only conversation was Nami and and Isa in this and like you know Chopper and Ohm a little bit and uh, I'm kind of glad that the Chopper fight didn't last very long because we've already gotten a fight with with him and Gadatsu and it was just like yeah I, I love Chopper but I, I was ready to I, I don't know that I would have enjoyed another Chopper fight you know mm -hmm. um okay on to 176 Gonfall charges at Ohm and Wiper charges at Zoro. Nami and Isa are lost and they are also being chased by three members of the Divine Warriors. They see Giant Jack and decide to head up it. As Zoro continues to run from the giant snake, he notices Chopper's unconscious body. Ohm and, and his dog, Holly, or Holy, I, whatever, charge at Zoro. Nami and Isa arrive on the battlefield, but they are quickly eaten by the giant snake along with Gonfall and Pierre. Um, so I just had another quick note here. We've talked about in the past how Wiper is a little uh, trigger happy cuckoo. and yeah, reckless and cuckoo. Um, mm -hmm. He screams at Isa to get away from Nami and then instantly pulls the trigger. Shoots at her. I don't. Yeah, right? I was like, what is he doing? Unhinged. What the hell? He just. I was <laughs> like, dude, you just expected a six year old to run faster than a fucking rocket. <laughs> yeah, he's lost it for sure. Like, that yeah. confirmed it for me. And when she said, um, she said, you're a monster, was she talking to him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. But I was like, surely she realizes now that he's gone off the deep end a little yeah, bit absolutely and honestly part of me wonders if that's what scared him or scared her about him from the beginning because hmm. like i mean we haven't seen her with a lot of other characters like we've seen her with locky more than anything i think and mm -hmm. she seems okay with locky like still a little timid but not as much and even like with uh gamakiri we've seen a, a scene or two with her and gamakiri and she seems okay around him like it's it's just wiper that she's timid around mm -hmm. or that she's extremely timid around i guess you would say um and then i made the uh a note here the the snake is annoying me and it's not necessarily the snake itself like it's not the what the snake is doing as far as the fighting and reappearing and stuff like that that's not bothering me it's how the snake is being used and as far as just eating people over and over again in this cage of sorts for Luffy. I'm like, okay, I'm done with being with people being stuck in the snake. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm just, 100%. I'm tired of it. Um, 100%. So like, I, I wanted to see Luffy get out of the snake, not more people go in. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that was really my only notes on this one it was just uh, a lot of fighting a lot of running around and you know and especially with ohm because like at this point in time we're still trying to figure out how this sort of his works and especially zoro trying to figure it out too um amanda let's go to you what do you think of 176 
It was okay. Um, more fighting, but I'm glad that it didn't. It was kind of, like you said, the Chopper's fight wasn't super long. And then we're getting like more condensed fighting, um, at least so it's not whole sets of characters fighting for one entire episode again. Yes. So I was a little worried was going to happen. Um, and I, I know they said it before, but for some reason I didn't notice the whole the beanstalk being called giant jack until now oh, he's like yeah that's that's silly like the a little story on the nose yeah um yeah and then we see holy boxing just straight up like uppercuts it's like what but i mean he looks ready he just gets up on two <laughs> yeah. legs and starts boxing around so good for him And I think um uh, Ohm describes it as describes it as like he's like a prize fighter or something like that. And I just I don't know that Sky Island has prize fighters. I'm like, do you know what that is? Yeah, I mean, how many other, is he fighting other people or other dogs? Do you guys have a ring or what's happening? Giant dog boxing? Yeah. I imagine. <laughs> like less violent dog fighting. Not a fan. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I was touched when Zoro was so concerned about Chopper. He ran over and like picked him up oh. and was like, oh no. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then he got hit. I forget what happened to him. He was it the Oh, it's like the... he stepped on something and like barbed wire shot across the yes. uh yeah. Yeah, that was like a little stone secret. Yeah, that looked painful. Um, and yeah, I also had that note about Wiper just completely losing his shit now and then firing away while Isa's still there. So he's mm -hmm. he's gone. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the underrated relationships in the show, especially or like you know friendships between the crew, is is uh, Zoro and Chopper. Like I think Zoro really looks after Chopper a lot, and I think that Chopper also really looks up to Zoro. Like we've seen Chopper get fascinated by Usopp's bullshit, but and if you notice a lot of times when Zoro just about any time Zoro does anything and Chopper sees it, Chopper's like, wow, you're so cool. Like, <laughs> like us. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's like, just, yeah. it's just like, uh, it almost feels like, a, a Chopper looks up to Zoro kind of on, on how to act and what he wants to be growing up. And, you know, and Zoro kind of looks at Chopper as like a, I don't necessarily want to say a little kid because he obviously knows that Chopper can handle himself, but like, yeah, kind of. I mean, you get what I'm saying, kind of, mm -hmm. kind of like that, a like, an, like, an, yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I really do like the uh, the relationship between those two. Yeah. Uh, Whitney, what about you? What do you think of 176? I think as far as matchups for fighting, Wiper and Zoro seem like a good match for a good fight. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was kind of interested to see how that turned out. Um, I like Zoro's conversations here with everyone. He says that he normally doesn't like fighting for revenge after he fights or after he finds Chopper mm -hmm. injured. Um, and he is like, somebody says something to him. He goes, normally, <laughs> as in like, right now we're going to have some revenge. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Um, I really didn't want him to kill the dog. I just wanted him to fight the people, though. Because <laughs> uh, the dog's just doing his job, right? Yeah, he doesn't know. He's just, um, yeah, he's just being a, yeah. a good boy. 
Yeah. Inaru um, says that there will only be five survivors, so I'm kind of interested. And I know he's supposed to be this, like, he's got his mantra and and all, but he keeps telling us how many people are going to make it. And I'm just, like, counting on my fingers. Like, who's he talking about? Is he talking about his people, our people, the straw hats? Like, that mm-hmm. five is not a lot of people. So, um, anyway... The, the whole exchange between the priest and Zorro, the priest is like explaining his iron cloud, whatever, and it has a, a dial in it and it will hunt down its prey to the ends of the earth. And he's like, he, he asks Zora something like, I don't know if you understand how my sword works or whatever. And Zora's like, yeah, yeah, it's like a whip. I get it. <laughs> it's like, thank you. I'm tired of hearing about this thing. It's it's cool. Great. Move on. Um, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, when Nami shows up, because I know Amanda mentioned Zoro being uh, concerned about Chopper, he seems concerned about Nami also when she mm-hmm. comes in and is in danger. He goes, Nami! I was like, oh, he does care about Nami a little bit in certain circumstances. So that was interesting because they're kind of at each other's throats most of the time, but Hmm. yeah, you can see he does care about his crew. It's all in love. They better not be in love. (laughs) (laughs) I'll quit watching forever. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I was with you. I'm, I'm done with the snake. (laughs) I need them out. Yep. Yep. For sure. Um, Okay, I guess we're good to go to 177. To contain the battle, Ulm throws up a cage around the ruins made of barbed iron. After finding a fall or after finding a fallen Gamakiri earlier, Laki arrives to tell Wiper of Eneru's true power. Eneru appears and kills Laki as she gets the warning out. Inside the snake, Nami, Isa, and Gonfall gather their bearings until Luffy appears out of nowhere. The snake continues to rampage outside as the battle continues between Zoro, Wiper, and Ohm. Amanda? How about you? Didn't have a lot on this one. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't either. Yeah, I mean, the fight was just kind of continuing, and then we get everybody inside the snake. Uh, I I don't know. I, I need to write my notes more uh, not concisely, but more completely, so I know what I'm talking about. Because I just read, like <laughs> half sentences, and then I'm like, "Who who is saying this?" This might, I guess, it was maybe it's Gonfall when they're inside the snake, and then he's somebody goes, "Is he a jester?" Talking about Luffy. Oh, and I said no. that. Okay. I... <laughs> and then, then they were like, "No, he's the captain," and then they're like, "He's your captain. What is this world coming to?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I think uh, Nami's like, yeah, everybody has that same reaction. <laughs> yeah, it is funny because they do. A lot of people that they meet, they're like, that's the guy? Really? That, okay. Yeah, yeah, like the like skinny little beanpole and he's kind of goofy. Like just everybody mm-hmm. thinks Zoro is the one in charge. I think like, somebody yeah. says that to Zoro in this set of episodes. So yeah. like, he's mm-hmm. the priest, he's like, so you're the leader of the Blue Sea people. And I'm like, oh, but Zoro doesn't correct him either. Nope. So yeah, he just ignores it. <laughs> that's probably strategic in a way. Like I'm not going to tell him who is, you know, but mm-hmm. maybe not. Maybe he just didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. Yeah, and maybe he doesn't want to 
like give away that there's someone else there, let alone someone else stronger than him. Mm -hmm. Granted, he doesn't know like Luffy's right there inside the snake, but still. Yeah. Um, Do they I finally didn't. tell Luffy that they're inside of a snake when they get in there? I don't remember. Oh, they Yeah, they absolutely do. do. Okay. And Luffy does not understand at all. He still <laughs> right. calls it a mystery cave. Yep. He does. That's after that happened. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. yeah, because Nami explains that she was eaten by a snake, and he's like, Nami, if you were eaten by a snake, how Oh are my you here talking to me? God. Oh, it was so fucking funny. Oh, It's, my misery. yeah. <laughs> Please. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not picking it up. That was actually my one comment, like, the scene with Luffy being so dense and just still not understanding anything. I was laughing so hard, especially when Nami, like, pulled his nose and made his nose very long. He's like, hi, I'm Luffy. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I just love Luffy's impressions. They're great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's not bad, honestly. Yeah, that was all I had. I don't. I didn't really have anything else for this one. Uh, okay. Wendy, what about you? Um, I I just made a couple notes about the backstory we got. from Mm hmm when Wiper and Lockie were kids. I don't really think they told us any new information. We already knew that their ancestors lived in the Blue Sea and this island was theirs and it was taken by the Skypeans. So we kind of knew all that already. They didn't mention that it's been 400 years. I can't remember
Forgot they Which said I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, why is that the end you pick? <laughs> well, I mean, who knows how far in they've gone? It might be closer. I might. <laughs> um, I hadn't, I didn't realize that with Nami because, like, I, I don't know. I, I guess I didn't pick out the word unteamthin per particular because like when isa said it i was like she literally just said it so yeah. like i I was kind of with nami there like i i literally just said where the fuck we're at i said yeah. what happened why are you not but but like like i didn't even notice that she had only said it once honestly like I, I thought she said like it a couple times too. when she said it, like, it, it yeah she was still like kind of coming to yeah um, so yeah I, I get what you're saying there for sure uh, she's nami's the butthole <laughs> that would have been a funny joke for Luffy to make. Like, well, we found the butthole, and then just hey, point at Nami. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been really funny. <laughs> uh, opportunity missed, Oda. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. And I guess we are on to one seventy-eight. Uh, These transitions could not be more awkward. <laughs> I know, I know. We'll, we'll get there eventually after, you know, I think we've released like 30 episodes or something like that now. So we'll get there soon at some point. <laughs> um, Zoro scurries from hiding spot to hiding spot to evade Ohm's attacks until he can figure out how to take him out along with his special sword. Zoro continues to improve his skills and takes his new long-distance move from a single sword to a triple sword strike, and finally takes out Um. Inside the snake, Isa still struggles with the fact that she is by Gonfall. She simply wants to see him dead for the sake of her people's past. Robin continues to explore in the city below when Anaru appears. Across Upper Yard, one of Gonfall's divine warriors appears, and the, uh, by the Mary, and they are greeted by Konus and Paguya. As he reveals to them that Eneru is planning to destroy all of Sky Island, Eneru is winding up for a massive blow to kill the man. Realizing what is about to happen, Paguya pushes Konus out of the way, so only he and the Divine Warrior are killed by Eneru's blast. Um, Whitney, let's go with you. What, uh, what do you think of 178? Um, so I was glad to finally see Zoro starting to lay the beat down. Mm -hmm. um, that was really nice to see. Um, this is where I made the note. I need them to be outside of the snake. I've had enough. And those are my <laughs> literal words here. Um, it was interesting that Gonfall kind of realizes it's too far gone for him to do almost anything about this whole situation. Um, cause he's talking to Isa who wants to kill him. Right. For, for her people and he says that he would die if he thought that that would satisfy things but he doesn't think that would do anything mm -hmm. um so um and then i thought it was really interesting and not necessarily out of character but really um not useful i can't think of the word like I just really appreciated, I guess, what Nami said. She said it was really sad that people can't coexist because they belong to different races. And I was like, how poignant of her to say and how true that is even now 
mm-hmm. and yesterday and years before, and unfortunately continues to be an issue. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Luffy does his serious Luffy thing where he grabs this, I don't know, what is it? A javelin, a spear, whatever gone falls weapon is that, that Isa has um, and stops her from hurting him. And he's like, he apologized. It's a bad time to kill somebody who's, you know, mm-hmm. so that was really nice. Um, and then we go back to Nico, Robin, who's still exploring. She finds a railroad track and apparently the gold is gone. So Nami's going to be disappointed. It's all gone. It's been moved. Um, and then they find this random dude that apparently worked for Gonfall and has been having to build a ship for Inaru for years. So that's interesting. Um, I need to see this ship. Um, and I was really confused at first about Conus, who got thrown off the cliff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how did that happen? But then I think I realized that her dad pushed her off because he realized he was getting ready to be killed. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of what you all? That, yeah, that is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did not. I thought that he accidentally hit her with his butt and then she fell off the cliff <laughs> yeah. and was about to die. So I was like, oh no, he just accidentally killed his daughter. I didn't. Yeah, that's at first I was like, did he kill his daughter? But then he got struck and I was like, oh, yeah. I think he pushed her out of the way. Um, and the last thing I'll say, my favorite quote is Zorro again. And he says, don't be an idiot. I never pray for anything. <laughs> I just love him so much. <laughs> uh, Zoro is fantastic. Amanda, how are you? What do you think of 178? Things got more exciting here. Um, okay. We, let's see. So, yeah, I don't really have much else on the whole situation inside the snake. I'm glad Luffy kind of got serious for a minute and stopped Isa from killing the old man. Mm-hmm. The weird old guy, as Nami likes to call him. Um, and yeah, then we get more of the, the city and then, so we see that there's tracks. So the gold has probably been taken away, but then there's also this talk about a bell. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're not really sure what's happened with that. It seems like it seems important though. Yeah. It seems like it might, might still be there, but then I forget exactly how that conversation went with um robin and enaru but it seemed like she figured something out and she was then she was trying to tell him the opposite to kind of lead him away from that whole thing mm-hmm. um and she she's under the impression that the city fell to protect the poneglyph which is interesting so i don't know yeah i don't know where that is going to end up but i hope we find out and then we find out also that his plan is to just drop the island from the sky. So I guess I think I had that question maybe last time when he said, you know, we're leaving. I was like, what is his plan? What does he mean we're leaving? Like, what's he doing? So then I guess that ship is being built and then he's just going to get on it and drop the island. So that's he's unfortunate. He's Sokovia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just going to wipe out the whole place. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, we'll see. I got, I feel some, that reminded me of something else where people were like forced to build a vessel to have other people escape, but now I don't remember what that's from. 
Uh, and then, yeah, I already said that I thought Conus was accidentally killed, but apparently not. So <laughs> it was very dramatic, though. At the it end. was. It was like, oh, like no. the slow mo, the black and white. Yeah. Father. Father. <laughs> like, oh, no. I don't like her. Is that wrong? I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't necessarily have a problem with her, but I would say that most people would agree she's not like a fan favorite. <laughs> Yeah, she's just too much of something, and I don't know what that is mm -hmm. yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have an opinion. I always forget what her name is, and so I call her Mantis. Name. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Um, so let me ask you, then, where do you think the bell is? I don't fucking know. In the snake, <laughs> really? In the snake. <laughs> Maybe. Um, oh, no. it could be. There is some other shit in there. I don't know. I don't know. I can't really see it still being there because I feel like she's already made so many discoveries that mm -hmm. to make one more discovery, it's kind of like, okay, well, everything was here. I mean, I would like it for it to be there so she can get all the information she needs, but I don't know if it made it or if it's gone somewhere else okay but maybe she'll find a clue as to where it's gone if it's not there like she'll do some mm -hmm. digging around and do some archaeologist stuff yeah dusting mm -hmm. of things and then she'll be like oh look at this this yeah. is the bone of a of a, this civilization and they were here and then they're, they're gonna go there next yeah i just found the one piece <laughs> <laughs> is the bell the one piece Um, is the poneglyph on the bell? Is that what it is? Ooh. Like, is the text on, like, carved onto the bell? I don't know. Maybe. 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 This is getting national treasury. I am going <laughs> to Philadelphia next week, and I have been there five times for work at least, and I have not seen the goddamn Liberty Bell, and I'm really trying to go, but it's only open like nine to five when I'm at mm. work. Wait, is it not just outside? It's in an enclosure, and I think you might be able to go and, like, look at it from the outside of the enclosure, but oh. for you to, like, go in and, like, look at, there's probably informational plaques and stuff. Um, it's, like, inside okay. of a, a building. Like a I just thought room. it was just, like, out in the middle of That's a... That's what I thought, too, because <laughs> there's hours for you to go in, but I don't know. Gotcha. It doesn't look like it's a fully, like, bricked up building, so I feel like I might be able to go... And stand like outside of it and like just look in and possibly but... see the map to the hidden treasure yes yeah if i get near it i'll i'll take a picture and i'll pretend that yeah. i'm nico robin <laughs> i found <laughs> it guys <laughs> the upper yard bell yeah. here it is it's in philadelphia <laughs> yeah <laughs> here's nicholas cage I'm trying to steal it <laughs> what if he was there looking at it just i remember this <laughs> that would be real it would be really funny. <laughs> I'm still trying to find that next fucking clue. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I did have the most notes on this episode as well. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say my it's my favorite, but I feel like the most kind of happened in it. I guess if that if that makes sense. Um, and. Is it just me, or did it feel like Ohm was cheating a little bit as a swordsman? Like, all he really had to do was point his sword in the general direction, and then it did all of the work for him. 
Yeah, yeah. like he's not yeah. an accomplished swordsman. He just has really good tools that his... Yeah, like he he yeah. himself had no skill at all. Right. At least not that he used anyway. Um, and then uh, I was ready for that fight with him to be done because like it, it just felt like... He, it was taking forever. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was I was ready for it to be done. Um Luffy mentions like you like you were both talking about. Uh Isa tries to kill Gonfall and Luffy stops her and, and he mentions that when someone is apologizing, it is probably not the best time to kill them. And then it popped into my head. I was like, Yama was apologizing to Robin earlier. And if that man was a cat, she would have taken all nine lives with what she did. Like, it wasn't just she killed him. She murdered that man brutally. She warned him. (laughs) She 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 did. She did. But yeah, I was like, killing someone when she was apologizing. When they're apologizing. Yeah, Robin. (laughs) That's fair. John fomented it. Because he was definitely like, oh, I'm sorry. And she's like, fuck you. I'm going to crack all of your bones. Exactly. There's not going to be a vertebrae. She's doing that. She snapped a lot of necks and cracked bones and stuff. Be a great chiropractor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. So. Gonfall, because like obviously Isa is having some trouble being in the same vicinity as Gonfall. She's very aggressive towards him. And he gives a pretty heartfelt apology. Like you could really tell he put a lot into it. And I started thinking about this, and it's like we haven't really been shown it in any flashbacks, but I'm kind of thinking that. Gonfall used to be a very different person before Enaru came around. Like we we've seen the one 10 second ash juice flashback. And wait. Did you say ash juice? I did say ash juice. The pumpkin the pumpkin juice. Oh. Oh, okay. I was like, like, what are you talking? but we've seen that one little flashback and nothing else as far as uh, time frame when Gonfall was reigning and I'm kind of wondering if Enru booting him and his followers from their homes made him realize how awful the Sky People have been to the Shandorians booting them from, from their homes so like we haven't seen a a character arc for Gonfall, but I'm kind of thinking that we we are seeing the result of a much larger arc for him because, like, I I think it it would explain why he shows so much remorse for the past and the extremely deep, heartfelt uh, apology to Isa. Because honestly, it the way he was talking, it felt like a first-time apology. Like, I don't think he's had a chance to apologize like that, apologize like that to any Shandorians. I mean, that's the way it felt to me anyway. Um, 
but it, it was just an interesting thought too. And actually we were, I was talking to my friend Alex at work uh, today and we were talking about a couple different characters and um, we were talking about their character arcs and one person who you know that has not hit a character arc yet but there is room for one and while this other person who you know the name of but we haven't met yet they have not had any sort of character arc but it's like at the same time this other person is a grown-ass man like he he's already been through his character arc he's grown he's already grown up to get past like he he is himself now he doesn't need to figure out who he is so it's like I, that's kind of what it felt like here where Gonfall has had his arc now and while it doesn't feel like he's necessarily going through a lot of changes in this particular arc it, it feels like he's already had the change happen um but yeah that was pretty much all of my notes for this episode anything else on this one no okay <laughs> okay uh quotes never okay no never uh <laughs> pirate pal okay um so i picked our good friend yama this week um and mostly because there was a shot of him during this fight oh, and it was um the the <laughs> the it, it's like dark and his eyes are glowing yellow and mm. i just thought it was the funniest picture um so this is the <laughs> <Yeah>. one <laughs> it's absolutely terrifying if you saw this mountain of a man and i say that because he called himself he's mountain stomach whatever it was he said um pretty scary and he is very destructive causes a lot of issues for nico robin um but i just love the way they they had this fight it was a really mm -hmm. good fight and it was, it was short and sweet mm -hmm. yeah it was a good one um but i i said this was yama aka the juggernaut bitch <laughs> so he is shaped like that a bit i love it he is yeah, and he blasts through everything. He just knocks his way through it. So, yeah. Okay. Do we have an Amanda Festation? Um, I I would like to know about the bill. I want to see what happens with that soon. Mm -hmm. Soon. Yeah. Soon. Piece of shit. <laughs> The snake. <laughs> yeah, the snake. I went with the snake too. <laughs> really? I, snake. I did. I mean, yeah. I feel bad. It's not really his fault. He's just exactly. He's, he's just doing snake things. So it's it's. We say I'm, the snake situation. <laughs> we can do. I I can yeah. put the snake situation. Yeah. <laughs> it's aggravating at this point. Like okay. Uh, um. <laughs> Okay, and MVPs. I'm gonna say Robin. She found out so much more information. She did. She did. Yeah, yeah. and she got more information even more so from Inaru mm -hmm. than anyone else has so yeah. far. That's true as well. That's true as well. I hadn't thought about that. 
but it's I am all point. for it. Yeah, because my first thought was Zoro did a lot of the fighting here, like the important mm -hmm. fighting, but Nico mm -hmm. was doing her her own battle of wits here. I went I went with Lockie. Um specifically for the fact I know. Um, she can recognize what lightning strikes she look can like. That's what lightning strikes look like. <laughs> but I went with Lockie for the fact that she she's sitting here looking at all of this carnage around her and knowing it's caused by one man. And she knows that this that this person it uh is a uh, like it's essentially all seeing. She knows that everything she does, he can see. And yet she risked her own life and, and risked pissing off this person to make sure to get that information to to wipe her. And in the end, like it was a sacrifice that she made. Like a the fear of what could happen happened to her. She she was killed. So I, I I went with her for that sacrifice, and and trying just to get a little bit of information to wipe her. But I mean, yeah, that's I, I agree with you there. But like, you know what gets on my nerves in movies and shows sometimes mm -hmm. when there's something super important that somebody needs to tell someone that's like life or death, make or break, mm -hmm. and then they do it in the slowest way possible. Yes. In the vaguest of words. Oh, I fucking hate and I that. feel like she did that. Like she should have been running at him like Itaru is blah 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 blah. You know, whatever the message was. I can't even remember what she was trying he's to got, tell him. But he's got lightning. Yeah. Like she did it <laughs> in like dead. different fragments and was like it, it just I'm like, why are you not faster? Like, why are you it, it kills me. Like um, I watch some YouTubers and there's always a girl on there when she watches a horror movie and people leave weapons behind. And mm -hmm. she's like, that is my pet peeve. You always take a weapon with you. Never leave it behind ever. So that's kind of how I feel, which I agree with that. But I kind of feel that way about like important messages. If you need to tell somebody something as fast as possible, do it. Quit mm -hmm. drawing it out because something like this always happens where she gets lightning to death. Where she gets lightning. You mean struck <laughs> or electrocuted? Lightning did. Lightning. Okay, so it sounds like we're going with Robin. I'm good with that. Well, no, I said I agree with you about um, Loki. So I mean, I'm good with either. Yeah, I'm she good made either. this sacrifice. I'm, play, so. well. I'm good. I'm good with Robin. And she did seem like she had the most lifted <laughs> out of most of them, besides Kamakiri. He was mm -hmm. pretty cool. Mm -hmm. but. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, I guess we will have other opportunities to to give it to Robin, so we could give it to Lockie this once. Okay, that's true. I'm good with cool that. Cool with that. Okay, and Lockie it is. And okay, next week we have episodes 179 to 183. We are getting extremely close to the end of the arc here. So, uh... <laughs> agreed. Um. <laughs> Anything else before we head on out of here? Go listen to the Mad Trivia podcast. Do it. Mm, yes. It was a lot of fun. We had a very good time on there. Um, and it turned out really well. I, was, I listened mm -hmm. to the episode the other day. I, th I thought he uh, did a good job on it. Yeah, it was nice. fun. Um, okay. So, everyone, I really appreciate you all listening to us. 
And uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Going Merry Pod. If you want to send us emails or anything like that, you can reach us at strawhatpod at gmail.com. Um, and you can also support the show by leaving a five-star rating and or feedback on your podcast platform of choice. And we really much appreciate it. And uh, I hope you all have an amazing week. See ya. Bye. Bye.